it's it's still life photography or they're still no. life uh, Whoa. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon? Uh, <laughs> Took a <yeah>. turn. <laughs> All right. Pull it back. <laughs> oh, that's going on like the front it. of the episode. This is episode 332 on March 26th, 2020. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph Ferreira. I'm Dave Podner. I'm Greg McMillan. I'm Matt Hoffman. And I'm Mark Sidowski. It's a full crew. Yeah, sorry I didn't have the introduction music and all that. My computer has decided to uh, social distance itself from me and uh, not want to cooperate. So, <laughs> how are you guys doing? What's uh, what's everybody what's everybody been up to since uh, we last talked and had normal freedoms and all that? Let's start with you, Mark. What you been up to? Well, geez, um, a lot has changed in the last two weeks. Yeah. Uh, and it's, it. first of all, I want to say, um, I wish everybody is doing well and everybody is practicing safe distancing from everybody. <laughs> and, you know, we, we are getting through this crazy, crazy time uh, as uh, quickly, healthily, wherever you are in the world. Please be safe. Yes. Uh, that being said, uh, I'm doing all right. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Dave, what do you, how have you been? I've been hunkered down and um, going out as little as possible. Uh, they're doing uh, runs at a grocery store and just kind of general runs. Nice. Um, yeah. And uh, – Decided to to make a minor change by shaving the face beard off. Nice. Going with the going with more of a spring summer look to the face. Um, but other than that, pretty much just kind of st- sitting at home and staring at the walls. Very excitement. good. Excitement. Yeah. Total excitement. <laughs> how are you? How are you doing, uh, Greg? Oh, not too bad. Everybody, <laughs> everybody here is well, and uh, you know, pretty much the same thing. Just kind of. St- Hunkered down and uh, not really going too far, doing too much. Um, I did a, an episode of the uh, Artful Life Photography interviews earlier today with a fellow from Austria named Chris uh, Feichner. And um, so that that's out now already. So you can give that a, a listen if you like. It's a, it's a short one. It's about a half an hour. But it was a good conversation. And, and uh, I, I didn't realize this, but him and I were both actually – approached for input in an article back in 2016 really i I was looking at some links on from his website that took took to that um article and i saw my name in there that oh yeah now i remember that i i you know totally forgot about it but uh but yeah other than that um back to work tomorrow so we'll see how that goes yeah i know well you're uh you're able to go back to work so i guess uh that's good um, well, it's it's kind of good. It's good for tomorrow, but beyond that, I don't know. Um, the, the the Ontario government has put a thing in place where uh, people that go to work are for essential jobs only or whatever. Right. Um, so with me being in the printing industry, there's some some things that we have to print that have to get out. Yeah. But uh, – they've cut back quite considerably on the workforce in there and over the next, and this is a two week thing. So I may have to use up some vacation time over the next two weeks. In fact, I know I will have oh, to, wow. uh, cause I know I'm not going to be in there every day. Yeah. Yeah. And it's either use vacation or, you know, file for unemployment insurance or, or something, but yeah, it, it's a little sketchy for, for us right now, but we'll get through it. Yeah. Um, Matt, how are you doing? Uh, so far, so good. Um, adjusting to life at home now. Yeah. Um, 
And <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, definitely taking this this whole thing uh, seriously with the uh, you know the the stay at home order that we have here in Ohio, and I know they have it in other states too. Um, you know, I've taken a lot of a lot of risks in my life, but this time around, it just does not seem like this is the time to be foolish and be out and about doing stupid things. So, um, yeah, definitely, you know, staying home a lot, working from home. Um, and when we do go out, uh, like, you know, as a family or whatever, I'm finding locations for us to go, uh, where there's very little other people, um, cause that unfortunately is one of the other challenges. Um, you know, the government says it's okay to go out and, you know, get exercise and stuff, but everybody flocks to the same locations yeah. and they're really busy cause you got everyone going stir crazy and wanting to get out of the house. Um, so, you know, I'm finding that the, uh, the whole social distancing thing, uh, can be a challenge depending on where you go. But, um, you know, fortunately, I get out a lot, and I know a lot of places, and um, know a lot of places that are kind of off the beaten path and everything. So, uh, we've been managing to get out a little bit here and there, and and still be able to enjoy the outdoors without being in close proximity to other people, which is cool. That's good. Yeah, we we we've I've probably done more phone calls and conference calls in the last week that I've probably ever done in my whole entire life. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm very fortunate that I can work from home. This is actually the first job that I've had that wasn't labor. And, uh, you know, I'm able to uh, work from home, but I've been making lots of phone calls and uh, having lots of conference calls. And so it's a, it's a little different. Um, my kids, on the other hand, you know, not a whole lot's changed since they're homeschooled. A lot of conference calls. And you're surprised by doing so many. You realize you're a podcaster. Yeah. You, you're training your whole life for this. You know, right? <laughs> I meant in such a small a, a small space of time as a week. You know, it's like for us, it's every other week. You know, and it's like, yeah, this is great. I, I you know, I can get used to this. But uh, yeah, I'd say we gave you the advantage. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so I think. I think you should be thanking me for giving you this opportunity to uh, do so well. So uh, you're well, welcome. <laughs> I will say this, uh, Mark. Thank you. There you go. That's all I ask. <laughs> you get around. Woohoo! Um, <laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah. So I'm, you know, I'm still getting used to uh, being at home. Uh, I do go and check uh, the church. Uh, every other day, me and the children's pastor, we switch off just to grab the mail so nobody's stealing it and um, and all that. But, you know, we get out when we can, but we're not under orders yet. Mecklenburg County above us, the Knicks uh, that's up in uh, North Carolina has those orders that started today. Uh, but we're still, you know, we're still, you know, not going out and being in public. So, well... Since this is not the coronavirus podcast, let's get into a little bit of uh, a focus point. Focus point. <clears throat> Shut, take my money. <laughs> all, right. all right, Mark. Uh, let's see here. You have something about an iPad. Why don't you take that away? Yes. So in the middle of all this uh, bad news... Apple did shed a little bit of light on some, I guess, good news. Um, the new iPad Pros have been announced, along with some computer updates and uh, some interesting specs on the iPad Pros have have come out. Um, basically, complete upgrade from the previous uh, previous model. Uh, more processing power, more um oomph but the biggest thing to take away from this and this is the thing that i discussed with you guys a while ago is holding out for that camera what was this camera going to be it was it going to be like the ipad uh, uh the iphone 11 pros where it was going to have the three camera system uh turns out it does kind of 
Um, the cameras are a little bit off. Uh, you have the wide angle, the super wide, but then you have that lidar sensor uh, instead of the uh, instead of the telephoto lens. But the lidar sensor is pretty cool uh, in, in that it's going to help with augmented reality. And so right now the specs look pretty cool. Um, guys, have you had a chance to take a look at this, uh, this, uh, new beast? I haven't yet. I've seen a I couple, we, I mean, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead, Dave. I was say, yeah, looking at the spec, it looks like a, it, it's a good bump up. Um, but the LiDAR, it looks, it, see, see if we ever heard this before from Apple. They're introducing technology, but they're kind of limiting what it could possibly do altogether yeah. to one or two things. But it feels like it's something they're going to expand in a year or two, maybe, or maybe six months, depending when the new iPhone comes out, to really explode what it can do. Yeah. It, it, like, all right. So the pros, you have new camera systems, new possibilities, new 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 ways to take photos with, with with the camera. It is as good as the iPhone 11. Mm-hmm. Let's just say. Um, however, the drawback is if you are one of those folks that loved using the portrait mode and think that this lidar system is going to be super awesome for creating great depth for your portrait modes. Uh, think again, because portrait mode is not available for the. Uh, <sighs> camera it's only available for the selfie camera why which does not use lidar yeah why that's a great question that doesn't make any sense <laughs> i can't answer that <laughs> Just- yeah, I, honestly the only thing like lidar can be used for right now is augmented reality yeah and i actually i posted in the uh, show notes um the from imore they posted a couple of videos that people did saying this is what the LIDAR sees. Now, assuming, you know, the mesh of how, I don't know how, you know, what kind of developer setup you have to have in order to actually get the data from the LIDAR. Um, assuming that's all good, kind of have to do that. It is pretty amazing. The just saying, here, hold up this iPad, and we get a 3D scan because it goes out to five meters. Yep. So here's a 3D scan of your entire room and everything in it in a mesh. Just by holding it up and almost instantaneously having that scan. Yeah. And and that's mind-blowing that you can do that. Now, if you can do that, next step is to combine that with the existing camera to do who knows what i mean portrait mode is just the beginning of what and i'm thinking whether apple introduces it or not when it comes to iphone 12 whenever it does come out you know rumors there is that's definitely getting that may be getting pushed back that you get the third party camera apps who will have access to it just like they came out with raw first yeah that they will be able just to take this and go I'm thinking how light's good. It's going to go completely nuts with this extra sensing data. Oh, you got halide, you got moment, you got yeah. um, uh, camera plus. Uh, they would, yeah, they, they would go nuts with this. This is a uh, candy store material. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but you're right. I think that's something that's going to come about in iPhone 12 and. They might touch on that in WWDC in whatever form that shows up this year. Um, maybe, but we'll see. Um, you're right. I think if it was going to come out for the iPhone 12, maybe things are going to get pushed back. Um, it, it, it's just kind of up in the air right now. But the other cool thing about the new iPads is the the capacity. They finally... Uh, allowed another you know let that belt loose just a little bit and allowed for uh a 128 gigabyte starter ipad instead of the 64 gigabyte that was uh last time which was i said was an insult i think that was lame 
I think they should, they're, they're being too stingy on the, on, on the space capacity, but now they've gone 128, 256, 512, and one terabyte as options. And the starting price for the iPhone, uh, yeah, for the iPhone, the iPad 11 is 799, and for the 12.9 inch, uh, it starts at 999, which is pretty good, I'd say. I that's that's uh that's pretty reasonable, I think. And knowing that, it's very tempting to get one. <laughs> I uh, I absolutely want one, but right now it's kind of a wait and see because with these just coming out, uh, the the last year's model hasn't had time to adjust to the this new pricing. So right now, if you're looking to save a few bucks, uh, getting last year's model isn't really that feasible right now because they're about the same price as the current models. Uh, but once, price, you know, once uh, everybody catches up with what's priced at what, I think we'll see them cheaper. And again, I'm just kind of at a wait and see mode right now. But I gotta say. It's very tempting. I, uh, I'm not interested in upgrading my iPhone. Your this iPad? is something that I would do for photography with this, oh, this iPad. What, uh, what, uh, which, uh, which iPad, uh, do you have? Currently I have the first generation iPad pro and it's okay. Camera wise. It's not great. It's, it's nothing like, uh, the iPhone 10 S that I have. Um, so this camera would be an update. I would lose the telephoto lens, but I don't know. I, this is something that we could talk about, um, you know, maybe in another episode, but do we really need the telephoto? You do for portrait mode. Yeah, you don't though. Not if you have the wide and ultra wide, but yeah, I, honestly, there are enough times when I take my um, that I take the phone and use it to you know events and something like that where the having a two x does help. Right, you know, depending on where I'm, where I'm sitting in an audience where I physically just can't get up and get closer. But your light has to be spot on in order for it to. It's not as good. Right. Yeah. Right. Uh, because I find that if you're using the native camera app, and again, we'll just touch on this right now and then move on. Uh, but I think it is worth talking about in, in, in another episode. Like the 2X digital zoom uh, on the regular camera seems to be pretty decent compared to the quality of the 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 telephoto at, 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 at you know 1x in some instances yeah, true. yeah i've kind of played around with it and i was using slow shutter cam as the as, as the uh metric not the native camera uh because i'm able to bounce between the two cameras the native camera app doesn't really let you select which camera to use right um and it's really comes down to that the 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 speed of the lens the 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 fast lens of like the 1.8 versus the the 2.8 on the uh telephoto lens it's that makes a huge huge difference in, in image quality especially in low light but again topic for another show i think it's worth playing around with uh, if I were to get this iPad pro, I would definitely play around, play around with it. I would absolutely love to use it as a <clears throat> quote unquote, large format camera. <laughs> and, uh, now Mark, would you be looking at the 11 or the 12.9? Oh, therein lies the, the, the dilemma right now. <laughs> so here's what I have, uh, as kind of like the the sticking points um i do want to do more drawing and 
right now that the thing that's holding me back is the feeling of the screen. Um, you, you know how, if you're drawing with a paper, you're feeling the resistance on, on, on the sheet between the sheet and the pencil, right? Okay. Yeah. You don't get any of that with, with the iPad because it's so, you know, just so smooth. Um, so that's kind of hampered my ability to draw with it. I am buying this new uh, thing, and eventually it'll come in, in, in the mail. Unfortunately, with everything happening, it's not exactly a priority right now. But I ordered a screen protector for the iPad that will allow it, uh, give it a matte finish to give it a paper-like feel. So if that works really well on my current iPad Pro, I would definitely get something equivalent for the uh, for the newer one, and then maybe I would actually do more uh, graphic work on it. Um, as far as video goes, totally. I I I I think using um, what's it called um, LumaFusion would be uh, much easier to use on on the new iPad Pro, and we'll get to that in a minute too. Um, Using that app, doing more video production work on it would be super cool. And yeah, I, I think I, I think it would work really well. But the question is, which one will you? Which one would I be doing more? Will I be doing more photography? If it's if so, then the 11 inch would probably be the best one to use. But if I'm going to be doing more video production work, then the 12.9 inch would be the way to go. And I just don't know which way I'll, uh, I'll I'll go. Hmm. But the thing that's holding me back from using LumaFusion, which is a great app, but it's it's still not as easy to use as say something like uh iMovie or, you know, uh, Final Cut Pro or anything like that. It's uh it's still that mouse support is really needed. And now with iOS, uh, iPad OS 13.4, that brings in the, 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 the trackpad support and the, uh, the, the magic mouse support where you can use mouse features on the iPad. And, that has become very promising. Uh, my, my only problem right now is that I don't have a, I don't have a magic mouse, and, and I'm I, and I'd love to go to a store to buy one, but I can't because there are no stores open right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. I'm I'm curious to see how it's going to work out, and like you said, you know. I can't. I can't imagine from a drawing aspect of not having that that paper feel, you know, in in all that. So, but again, I, I want to that that paper feel. You're right. It, it goes so far. Uh, it, it is such a it's such an important thing, and you don't know how important it is until it's gone. And I'm hoping that when I eventually get this. Uh, this matte finish to my uh, my my screen that I'll be able to throw it on the first gen iPad, and that's a part. Another problem is that finding paraphernalia for the first gen models is just very difficult. It's you know it, it's already outdated and right. You know, no to support it. They they you know planned obsolescence, and then they don't want to go ahead and make it work, even though it probably could. Yeah, so. and uh, <laughs> so yeah, it, it's a wait and see game right now. And I mean, tr- truth be told, uh, I shouldn't be rushing into it anyway. Can, you know, with all things going on right now, right. but so tempting. It's so tempting, and uh, just to be able to do some nice big photography with with a nice, beautiful, gorgeous screen would be a welcome sight. I think it would really slow me down as far as doing landscape photography with the iPhone um, because it, you, you know, you're dealing with such a big screen. 
um, that I think that would be a benefit, kind of like how Fuji has helped me slow down with uh, with, with the DSLR photography. I think having the iPad, you know, as ridiculous as it is to have a big screen as a camera, I, I think it would be nice change of pace and something that I'm looking to embrace. Nice. Uh, I'm I I am one with the old old people. Let <laughs> let me learn from you. Show me the ways of your photography, and I will, and, and, and I'll video your granddaughter's wedding <laughs> with my iPad. So everybody behind you can see. All right. So everybody can see. <laughs> Even though the wedding is directly in front of me, but they will look through it through my big screen. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, cool. Well, I guess we'll keep an eye on that and see what happens. And you know, if 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 and when Mark does get one, we'll def you'll definitely have to talk about it some more. All right. Uh, let's see here, uh, Matt, you have something to bring up on the show, and it has to do with moment. Why don't you take it away? All right. Yeah. So um, today. Uh, which is uh, March 26th. Moment had a update to their uh, photo uh, camera app. And um, it's actually a pretty cool update. So basically what they've done is they've added time-lapse functionality to to their app. And while that in and of itself is not really that exciting, um, because, you know, you could do... uh, You could do... um, you know, time-lapse natively, and there's other, plenty of other apps that can do time-lapse stuff. Um, The Moment app gives you kind of a lot of controls that you don't commonly see, um, and uh, basically allows you to get a little bit more creative with your your, uh, slow, or uh, excuse me, time-lapse videos. So basically what I'm talking about is um, the two two of the bigger things that they've added is um, they added slow, slow shutter options. So the, the moment app has had uh, slow shutter capability, um, you know, similar to uh, the specter app and slow shutter cam. Um, they've had that for, for quite some time now. Um, but in the time-lapse function, they allow you to dial in um, some of those slower shutter speeds. And, and where, where that's useful is um, kind of in, in creating some motion blur uh, in, in the frame. So if you have uh, clouds moving or cars moving or something like that, um, instead of it looking all like stutter step, um, you know, from one frame to the next, because each one is tack sharp, you're getting this blur. And so everything starts to move a lot smoother and look a lot more natural. Um, The other thing that they've done is uh, they've given you the ability to select intervals. And basically what that is, it's kind of the amount of time um, in between shots. And where that's useful is... um, you know, if you're thinking about what you're taking a time lapse of, is it something that's fast moving, like um, cars or or maybe even people walking, um, or is it something that's slow moving, like clouds, you know, going through the sky or something? So basically, um, it's kind of hard to explain, but just bear with me here. So basically, um, the easiest way to think about it, intervals, is you would select a shorter interval time between frames for a faster-moving subject, and you would do a a longer interval time for slower-moving subjects. So basically, um, you're giving more time for the slow-moving object to to move when you're doing a slower interval. So that way, when you put all your frames together and you've compressed it into this short time lapse, you're getting that sense of the time lapsing. It's the clouds are going to move faster. Whereas if you have these short intervals, 
the clouds don't look like they're moving that fast anymore. Um, so it just gives you these, you know, these ways to get creative um, and to really have a, a pretty um, profound effect on uh, the way your time lapse looks. Um, the other thing that they have given you the option to do also is to select um, basically the the number of shots. So this is going to kind of correlate with um, frame rate to a degree. Um, and me not being a video guy, I'm not a super duper an expert. I understand it to a degree, but not well enough to be able to explain it to all of you on this podcast. Um, but Moment put out a video today on their YouTube, YouTube channel um, that kind of highlights these new features. Um, not really in depth. It's kind of just a real easy to watch kind of brief overview of the new new features but i thought it was pretty good so definitely check that out if you get a chance and um you know if you like doing time lapses i think uh the controls that they added are are something that's going to be right up your alley very cool yeah we'll have the video in the in the show notes i think this is great i think this is is such a creative way to do video and if uh you have a gimbal that can uh kind of move along with what you're recording to give it that sense of like uh nice buttery smooth movement while the the time lapse is going is going to be super awesome i know you could kind of trigger that with um what's it called uh dgi yeah yeah. Um, so yeah, this this has me like all kinds of jazzed right now because, um, well, you, you know, I, I don't really typically do this type of stuff. I don't like to mess around with the video, and I don't typically have the patience for time lapse. Um, but I do have one of those DJI Osmo twos, uh, basically collecting dust, and I really need to use it. And I know it has, you know, these you know, panning functions and stuff like that for time lapse. And um, so just having that piece of equipment and now having these, you know, more creative tools at my disposal, um, you know, now the the creative juices are flowing. Plus I have all kinds of time on my hands because I can't go anywhere and do anything. Um, So, you know, I'm kind of thinking about, you know, like a, spring themed uh time lapse you know maybe some uh like vernal pools in the woods with frogs and you know uh flowers that have already bloomed but like in the morning they're closed up and then kind of doing a time lapse of the sun hitting them and the flower opening up and that kind of stuff and yeah um definitely cool stuff i'm I'm really excited about it yeah and i mean you're right though it's definitely requires a ton of patience and uh but man this is such an awesome tool to have at your disposal very good yeah it looks like is that app uh 5.99 in the app store i'm gonna go with yes and that'll be us so it it is yes 5.99 yeah that's if you are downloading it, you know, for the first time, the update is free for people that already have the app. Yeah. Check it out. All right. Uh, anything else that you guys wanted to bring up? I wanted to mention that, uh, I made a new video in in this time of crisis. Um, (laughs) you guys, uh, you guys know the, the, the video that Apple put out a few weeks ago, the Hermitage Museum, which is uh, a five-hour-long movie that they yes. did. Yes, yes. It's a, kind of a tribute to the Hermitage movie that was uh, made. I, I don't know when it was made, but it was uh, a movie that was 90 minutes long that was done in one continuous take. Apple went a step further and made it five hours and all on one single charge of the iPhone 11 pro max. I think it was, 
Um, now, mind you, they also had gimbals. They had a crew. They had actors. They had it was quite the movie production. <laughs> um, I made a video with just me, my dog, and my iPhone 10s, and uh, I did it on a whim where. Uh, I, I happen to have my tripod in the back, um, and I just popped it off, turned it into monopod mode, threw my iPhone on it, and I recorded a, a continuous single take, thirty minute walk with my dog, <laughs> <laughs> where we just uh, took took a walk in the woods, and uh, I the, pre- be- the best part was when she wouldn't go over that log. That was probably see. Uh, <laughs> I did watch drama. it. <laughs> mine had drama. Mine had a plot. Um, yeah, <laughs> take that apple. Stay down, Apple. <laughs> and it was uh, on a budget too. It was within budget. It was all all with the stuff that you can have at your disposal. You don't need a film crew to do what I did. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. Uh, although watching the video, you probably should have had a film crew. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just a, a single take, like just a just a nice little walk. Uh, you'll see that I did practice social distancing because um, <laughs> this was my exercise for for the day. And uh, yeah, uh, uh, so a nice thirty-minute walk, and I might do it again. I'm I'm tempted to do it. Um, Break your record. The, the, yeah, probably. Um, and so I started off with a hundred percent. I ended it with seventy-five percent. That's not that's bad. Mo- yeah, it's not bad at all. But I also had Pokemon Go going in the background, so that probably chewed away at the battery a little bit. Did you do um, it just with the native app, or did you use Filmic Pro? No, it was all native native camera app. Everything was as native as uh, you can get. I, do I it made with sure. uh, Filmic Pro next time. Yeah, Filmic Pro has stabilization. It does. Um, I'll probably use the gimbal. Uh, okay. D- because I still have that as well. Um, the problem with using a gimbal and walking a dog is that it's not very convenient. <laughs> yeah. Um, as you could tell in, in the movie, I, I had to switch hands a, a few times. And uh, so doing that will probably, the gimbal's a lot heavier than just a monopod you, stick. You need one of those uh, body harnesses with the, uh, um, with the stabilizer and you could put the gimbal on that. Yeah, now we're getting into like big production stuff, and I'm trying to avoid that. <laughs> you could borrow one, I suppose. I suppose, but uh, yeah, people would look uh, at you weird. <laughs> I mean, the people are uh, people are already look at me weird. Uh, so yeah, uh, I if if you want to check it out, it's on uh, the Tiny Shutter YouTube channel, and. Uh, I'll put a it's link in the show notes too. <laughs> right on. So that's about all I have going right now. The the hard part is that everything that I had planned out for doing videos is kind of put on hold or I need to make a lot of adjusting to them to justify, you know, making the video. Like for example, this uh recent update for Moment is really really cool. Uh, what am I going to do? <laughs> Where am I going to go to uh, do a video on it? Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, it, it, it's 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 becoming tricky, and uh, yeah. But you know, in the meantime, just if you want to take a virtual walk with me and my dog, there it is. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, I, I'm gonna. Wa- I'll watch this one tonight. Uh, hopefully it'll put me to sleep and, uh, no, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) I have some music in there that might just do that. All right. That was the other tricky part was, um, finding music to go along with it. And let me tell you, not easy to find. And and it's a lot of the music that's out there is like two minutes long and it's like, uh, okay. Um, repeat, 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 repeat. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, so yeah, that was a learning curve for my part, but hmm. good to know. 
Well, cool. Uh, let's go ahead and move into our post pick of the week. Post pick of the week. All right. Uh, let's see here, Greg. You have yes. been diligently going through and finding some images. And I have to say, I really like that last one that you posted. Is are we in all are we all in agreement that that should be uh, post pick of the week, or do you have other uh, other choices? No, I think we should go with that one. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. All right, Greg, take it away. Okay, this one, <clears throat> this one. Uh, a little disclaimer, this guy is a guy I've known for probably 35 years or so. Um, what? <laughs> we, we work at the same place, but I love this image. Um, his name is Randy O'Hara, and uh, of course, like I guess I've known him, so he's from this the town that I live in. But uh, this is a, a place up the, the Bruce Peninsula from here, excuse me, and uh, – it's called the Grotto. Um, now, this particular spot where he took this photo isn't the actual grotto, but they, that's what they call this this place. It's a Bruce Peninsula National Park. And, um, uh, oh, no, sorry. This is Indian Head Cove. It looks like Bruce Peninsula National Park. Uh, but it's up the peninsula. It's it's in the same region. Um, it's, it's looking out off the uh, Niagara Escarpment out over Georgian Bay. Um, look it up on a map because <laughs> it's obviously totally and completely strange to everybody. But uh, he now he's um, he's just been getting into shooting with his iPhone a little bit. He bought uh, an 11 Pro and he bought it to to do street photography with because obviously it's less um, uh, intrusive than his big Canon. DSLR that he that he likes to use for for everything, but he's really uh, he's really enjoying using it by the looks of it. Um, now this particular shot was edited in Photoshop, but taken on the iPhone just the same. Yeah. And I mean, I just love what he's done with the edit with the saturation of the colors, like the water up there on on the right day is that green in the shallow parts, and then it goes to a nice, really, really beautiful deep blue out in the deeper parts of the of the bay. And this was, uh, I'm guessing, probably a couple of months ago when he took it. And, of course, there was snow on the, some of the trees and ice on the shoreline and the rocks and everything else. And, and the sun was somewhat behind him because you could see some shadow over the water. But then there's some parts where it looks like it may may have broken through. I don't. It's just just a really really cool shot that really caught my eye as soon yeah. as I saw it, and uh, uh, I couldn't wait to throw this in for an option for post pick. Very cool. What are your thoughts, Dave? Dave's muted. And and Dave was muted, and Dave had to work <laughs> around the cat who's sitting right in front of him to unmute it. <laughs> No personal space. No, the, the photo is just mind-blowing. Um, I love the colors. Like I said, just just like when Greg was saying how the green was actual close to reality in terms of what it looks like. That would be just amazing to see that kind of color. I, I like how the snow, the snow acts as, as a nice frame, though. Yeah. Between the snow and the trees. You know, acting as a kind of a dual frame there on top, so you do you just don't end straight ahead with a, um, you know, just an horizon, but you got something coming off, giving a little bit more visual there, and kind of you know getting that almost having a diagonal look to the photo. And like I said, the color just kind of just grabs you looking at it. It was a, a beautiful shot. Yeah, very good. Uh, Matt, what are your thoughts? Uh, yeah, it's definitely a pretty, pretty cool, uh, pretty cool photo. Um, I think my, honestly, my favorite thing about it is the water. Um, just that, that really cool, um, you know, blue green from the sunlight hitting it. Um, it just really contrasts with the the snow and ice and the the lighter 
colors of the the rock and um yeah it's just a very pleasant very nice photo yeah uh mark i hate it i hate it <laughs> communist i hate it because I'm, I, I'm not there it's a beautiful <laughs> photo uh, it, it looks like it should be warm, even though there's snow there. And, and I want to be someplace nice and beautiful and uh, peaceful. And, uh, and and I'm not in that photo. Yes, <laughs> that's 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 the problem. No, it's a it's a gorgeous photo. It, it is uh, soothing and especially needed in times like this. I think this is the kind of. Uh, good uh, eye candy therapy that everybody should be looking at right now. And uh, it's a really great shot and a really great scene. And uh, yeah, well done, sir. Yeah, I like it. It's um, I, I love the wide angle view of it. Um, And, and like you said, Dave, the, uh, the way the snow uh, frames, the water, um, it's a, it's a, it's an awesome contrast and, uh, colors are vibrant. So it's a, I can't say much more, but, uh, R O H photography. What's his, does he not want his uh, first name on the show? <laughs> um, uh, it's Randy O'Hara. Okay. Randy, congratulations. You are our post pick of the week winner. If you'd like you to, know, be- that photo would have been great if I photographed it with, uh, an iPad pro. <laughs> 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 Challenge accepted. Um, Mark's on his way up to uh, uh, Owen Sound to uh, go ahead and frame up a photograph with an I- iPad Pro once he gets it. You um, know, it's it's nice. funny that you mentioned that, I, that framing of the snow makes a huge difference because if that snow was not there, if it wasn't framed in that way, I think the photo would be very bland. I think the the, the ter- color of the water would blend too much into the trees, and it would have been, uh, uh, you know, just kind of an average photo. But just the framing of that, the 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 snow around the 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 water just makes such a huge difference. Yeah. So, totally agree with you guys there. Just want to add a little bit more two cents there. Cool. Entice people to see it. Absolutely. Well, if you'd like to be chosen as post pick of the week, you've got two options. You can do uh, what I'm sorry. Was it Randy? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I just brain fart there. Uh, you can do what Randy <laughs> did and go on to your Instagram and use the hashtag tiny shutter. The other thing you can do is go on to Facebook and look for our pin post for our weekly photo challenge, which is right now still life. And uh, we have you have until April, apparently April 9th. Is that true? April 9th is uh, when this. Uh, I think so. You have till April 9th to uh, get your images in for still life, because everybody is stuck at home. So there should be no, <laughs> no excuse, right? Uh I kid. All it's right. Still, it's it's still life photography or. They're still no. life. Uh, Whoa. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon? Uh, Took a yeah. turn. <laughs> All right. Pull it back. <laughs> oh, that's going on like the front it. of the episode. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, my word. So, okay. Well, awesome. I look forward to seeing what we have for uh for our next show all right uh i think we have possibly reached that point in the show where we call it quits i mean we uh sign off so uh let's see here let's do this we came we saw we kicked its ass uh mark why don't you tell everybody where they can find you you could find me uh after that joke burning in hell uh (laughs) But before I'm praying that, for you, dude. Uh, <laughs> uh, the list is long and distinguished. But uh, find me on the Tiny Shutter YouTube channel, uh, youtube.com forward slash Tiny Shutter. But you can also find me on Instagram. I am at uh, Mark Sadowski. Awesome. Matt, tell everybody where they can find you. 
Hi, you can check me out on Twitter, Instagram, um, Dayflash, the Artful Life Photography Community, Flickr, probably other places, M. Hoffman Photo. Awesome. Greg, tell everybody where they can find you. About 40 miles south of that post-pick image. Woohoo! <laughs> Uh, yeah, you can find me on Instagram at McMillan Photo, on Twitter, McMillan underscore photo, on Dayflash at McMillan, and of course at the uh, Artful Life Photography community at uh, artfulipc.club, and the podcast is artfulipc.com. Very cool. Dave, tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me online on Twitter, Instagram, um, at ProfPod and the iPhone group on Facebook is Dave Podner. Um, if you want to hear me be part of a group that blathered on for around two and a half hours about um, fantasy booking a wrestling show, uh, you can find that on the Wrestling Mayhem show, which was posted earlier this week. Mm-hmm. Um and if you're anywhere near Pittsburgh, which I know very few people would be, but uh, I will be hopefully, depending on how the weather holds off, um, in honor of the half marathon that got canceled, which was supposed to be this Saturday, I'm going to run 13.1 miles just around the town just to um, to, to run the half that I've been training for. <laughs> so you're punishing yourself from the punishment. That's awesome. Yep. Sure, we'll call it punishment, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. You can find me on Instagram, at Joseph Herrera. You can find links to our show notes, to our YouTube channel, our Patreon, and everything else by going to tinyshutter.com. All right, gentlemen, good show. We uh, made it this far. Still can crash, but that's all right. Um <laughs> Stay safe out there and, uh, you know, uh, try to do as much as you can without getting in trouble, I guess. Story of our lives. (laughs) You don't form any new isolationships. That's right. Isolationships, right? Uh, Cha-ching. Well, cool. All right. Well, we'll see you guys later. Why don't you guys say goodnight to everyone? Good night, everybody. Take care. Have a good week. Remember, wash those hands for 20 seconds. Bye-bye. We'll see you guys next time. Hasta luego. You touched your face. All the time. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, flaming disaster. And the other 5%? Irrelevant, sir. I'm getting tingly. Barely.